A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Jules Von Hepp. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence. Because we all wobble. This is the very first episode of a brand new podcast series. We're very, very excited. We're really excited. This is one of those projects that we've wanted to do for so long. So the fact that we're actually sitting down and doing it is just feels brilliant. I know. I've got lovely. like I've got tingly toes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got tingly toes. Darling, you've always got tingly toes. <laughs> um, if we haven't met before, hello. Hi, Hi. nice what to meet treat. you. Oh, welcome. How divine. Um, so we have another podcast that um, is Jules and Sarah the podcast. Podcast, creative um, that we've been doing well over two years over now. Over two yes. years, Sarah and I have been creating a comedy podcast together. Yes, and um, that really focused on the fact that we just wanted to see each other more. Yes, um, but through doing this, I mean, we have been on quite a journey together, haven't we? Oh, the highs, the lows, the highs, the real and lows. lows. Yeah, the, yeah, like it's a really funny thing when we started recording Jules and Sarah we didn't have any idea of the emotional and I want to say spiritual but there must be a better word but I'm going to go with spiritual of the journey that we would be on with our listeners yes um, which hopefully you guys the Port Salute crew are all over here having yes. a good listen and a chinwag with us our listeners from Jules and Sarah because we talk about cheese a lot on our podcast and um, they are known as the Port Salute crew so hello if you are in the Port Salute crew and hello if you are Wobble crew hello Wobble we crew we are so so thrilled to have you um, so something that we yeah we never expected doing Jules and Sarah is that the Port Salute crew write to us which is so lovely like they physically send postcards and letters and we have uh, messages lots of sliding into the DMs yeah. as well on Instagram um, you can go and find us there Jules and Sarah podcast if you want to see the other podcast um, but what's been really amazing is that we've had letters and stories and messages from people saying I've been going through this it's been really hard or it's been really tough or it's been really difficult and the podcast it's always helped which is yeah. a really lovely thing and totally unexpected we never thought that would happen we never thought that would happen but it's the same consistent message that we get of I'm going through this and I'm feeling a bit down and you guys have pulled us round. So we kind of feel this badge of honour that yeah. I get to wear that every week we make people feel better. But what we wanted to do was create another podcast um, series called Wobble because we wanted to say that it is, it is totally okay to not be okay. Yes. And if you're going through 
body confidence issues, mental health issues, lots of different issues. Like Sarah and I have issues. So within this first episode of Wobble, we're going to talk about what makes us wobble. Yes. And then throughout this series, we have got the most amazing guests coming on that are going to talk all about their personal experiences. And these are people in all different fields of life to show you that it's totally okay to wobble. Absolutely. And that everybody wobbles. Everybody's got their things. Yes, some people suffer with them perhaps more than others, but everybody's got those things that nag at them, those things that trip them up, those things that stop them being as confident or really going for things as much. Everybody has got those little fears in them, those little things that we all come back to. Everybody's got them. Everybody wobbles. But we are wobbling together. Yes. We're all together (laughs) in this. This is one collective wobble. It's one giant trifle just wobbling away. (laughs) (laughs) it's it's one of these lovely projects that we've both said to each other this isn't going to be down and down in the dumps is it this is going to mean sarah and i love to laugh don't we we love to laugh and if you have heard the other podcast i mean fun-filled nonsense is quite often how we describe it (laughs) you can have a hoot at anything quite often our podcast has saved us um and also there are lots of different things that have helped me through life like i don't even know if people know this like I broke up with my boyfriend the day before we recorded a Jules and Sarah episode and I came in, didn't I? And we went through so many tears together of crying and I was like, I just don't know if I can do this. And then the next day, I mean, I remember sitting there in the chair and going, I feel so terrible, but I want to do this podcast. And you just push each other along, don't you? Yeah, Yeah, we've had a lot of moments like that where we've come to record and we've thought, God, I feel so low or I'm so down or I just, I don't have it in me today. And it's been, I mean, it's we've talked about it being like therapy for us because we go in, we just kind of put all that to one side. We just have a laugh on the podcast for an hour and you just always feel better. Don't you? you always feel a little bit better if you've taken yourself out of a moment in that way? I mean, a reason why I personally wanted to launch Wobble with Sarah is because I have co-founded a tanning brand called Isle of Paradise. Now, this brand is not your conventional tanning brand, nor is it your conventional beauty brand, because I'm not your conventional person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, through my whole career, have stared at naked women and men, and I've realized that there is a lot of issues, be it mental and body confidence. And we love podcasting, don't we? Any excuse to get the mics together. But I wanted to, alongside the brand launch, create this podcast that really is meant to show you that it's totally cool to not be cool and it's totally okay to not be okay and that Sarah and I have both had our issues and we're still ticking along and we're still going for it and we're still loving our lives um but also I mean I love tan I love looking and feeling my best and that's why tanning alongside wobble it's all working very nicely But in terms of, I mean, let's go into our own wobbles. Yes, what makes us wobble? So so we're going to focus on body issues and also mental health issues. And it's amazing, certainly for me, how close those two are, actually. I've had, I've always had a really difficult relationship with food always and I think I've always dieted I've always been very dismissive of my body because I was always too fat that was my line that was my thing I always I mean it was always very black and white in that way I was fat or I was thin and if I was thin I was happy and if I was fat I was unhappy and that's kind of always how it's been I used to say that me and my body don't get on 
that was my line. I just was kind of dismissed. You know, I didn't really look down. I know that that's a, quite a common phrase, actually. When body issues are really bad, you just don't even want to look down. You don't mm. want to sort of acknowledge that it exists. And my friend, I'll always remember this, my friend who's a yoga teacher, she said... You've got a really beautiful, healthy body. And I thought, I'm so lucky that this body's healthy, that this body has nothing wrong with it, actually, apart from my own stuff around it. That's such a lovely way of thinking of it. Yeah, it was an amazing moment. And I'm always staggered now how closely food is linked to my mood. So if I, I often eat emotionally. That's another thing that I always do. If I get stressed, I'll eat. If I feel sad, I'll eat. And I get, I get stressed a lot. We'll come on to that later on. But quite often I'll think, sod it, eat something. And then even 10, 20 minutes later, I will feel really bad. I'll feel really bad about it, really low and really sad. And then quite angry. I can get quite angry about it. So that's definitely always been a thing with me. But what's interesting about you and I talking about our body issues is that I'm not bothered what anybody else thinks of my body. No, because like, remember that first time that I spray tanned you? Yeah. And you <laughs> (laughs) Like, I've never seen anyone. I mean, I look at bodies 24-7. I I watch women get undressed. Yes. Probably like 10, 20 times a week. Yeah. And you undressed so quickly and were so confident. I remember you standing there and you put your arms open. You were like, where do you want me? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, oh my God, this girl is so confident and so full of life. Yeah. That I would have never, ever assumed that you had any body issue at all. And your body is beautiful. I'm saying to you as your friend, I see you as incredibly beautiful and that's what you should see in yourself yeah it's so hard though isn't it it's, it's so, so hard, hard to say it about yourself it's so hard uh, but you're the difference that we realise is that for me it's just me it's me not being able to look at myself in the mirror I don't care what anybody else thinks of my body but it's kind Whereas of the other I'm, way around for I'm you I'm completely the other way around yeah. I think um I'm totally cool with my body. Like, I, when I look in the mirror, I'm totally cool. But I've been on such a journey yeah. um, that it was more about what other people thought. So I couldn't... And very openly, I'll say this. Like, I have str- like I struggled early on in my 20s with body dysmorphia. I had anorexia. Like, I have been right to the bottom and come right back up out the other side. I think doing what I do as a day job and working with bodies has really helped me in my own body and I think learning that actually I'd rather just eat a donut and just accept that I have this wobble and it's going to be okay I think and do you mean a physical wobble yeah when you say that I I think it's both a mental wobble and a physical wobble there's you know there's always moments where you're like how have these shrunk in the wardrobe (laughs) but I also think there's more to life than me looking at myself and hating my skin I think you know you only have you only have have one life yeah and I think I I just know that I don't want to be spending my whole life hating my body I mean yeah maybe I, I won't have a body that is like David Gandhi's body that is like the stereotypical version yeah. of beautiful but something that I've learned from dating is that how other people perceive their bodies is not necessarily how you perceive yours oh, so I'm, I mean I'm rarely. saying to you yes. I think you're so gorgeous mm. and say we say we were a couple yeah <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine but like I would find you so beautiful and like you would me like oh. sod it this is me this is 
is me. Yeah, it's really interesting what you're saying about David Gandhi because I always believed that, you know, this black and white thing. So I either looked like Rihanna, which was the goal, and if I didn't look like Rihanna, then, well, stuff it. I may as well, do you know what I mean? I may as well go to the other extreme. It was that, you know, I was really focused on what the perfect image was. And I know there's a huge argument here about, oh God, the images that we have to see and put up with and the images that we subliminally kind of take well, every I think, day. Well, I think we're going to, during the course of Wobble, we will be addressing social media and how you perceive yes. images that you are being fed. What amazes me, Sarah, about you is that like you were a life model yes. at uni. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. So I don't, I mean, I don't really know how it came about. Just, um, I think I wanted a bit of extra cash while I was at uni. So I went to uni in Aberystwyth, Wales High. Um, the vodka was very cheap. The music was awful. And yeah, they, I can't even remember. I'm not, I think I must have seen an advert on a notice board for life models. And it was the art department. And it was like this evening class thing that they were doing. And yeah, I just, I mean, the funny thing about that is that's a very different environment to take your clothes off in. Everyone's expecting it for a start. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone's just, you know, they're glad to be there to have something to draw. They're not really looking at you in terms of good but, or bad. But in, I mean, for me, if someone's in the booth with me, it's just me and you. But for yeah. you to take your clothes off in front of a group of people who are holding charcoal, <laughs> yes. how did you feel when you did that? Like, because I, I honestly, I don't know if I could personally do it. I don't know if I could. I think I would love to be able to do it, but I think I hold so much stigma around with it. Like, how, how did you just do it? I don't know if I could do it now. I don't think I could do it now. I think it was very much at the time I was 19 and I was like, woohoo, yeah. And what you really, the thing is, I hadn't really thought about it, which I know sounds really odd. I'd signed up for it. I'd booked it in. It was sort of an admin thing at that point. I was like, oh, yeah, that's when I'm going to go and do that thing. And it was only when I got there because they asked you to bring a dressing gown. And it was only when I got there and they were like, oh, do you just want to go back here and just, just put the dressing gown on? That'd be great. And I put this dressing gown on and then they sort of put you in position where they want you. And then, I mean, it's do or die. You've got, you can't, Run well, you passed the point yeah, of no return. That's it. Now you've committed. They need you. They're ready with the charcoals. They want something to draw. So then you drop it. And the thing is, like nobody gasps. <laughs> you know, they they kind of got an well, idea know of what what's coming. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like this. But the worst ones. Breasts. Yes, and the rest of it. I always remember when they started to draw me, it was always big circles. It was always boobs. You know, I'm very <laughs> round. I've got a lot of curves going on. There was no straight lines at all on any of the drawings. But also the worst thing was when you'd get into position, right? And it's quite hard to stay still actually in a position f- for a long time. Especially if you've had a lots of lots of sugar. Well, that's it. Or, you know, a cup of tea before you went in or everything. And so that you'd be in position and then the worst thing was when they'd go, okay, this is a really long session. So we're looking at about 45 minutes for this one. And I'd be like, oh my God, my shoulder hurts now. It hurts already, 45 minutes. And then you're just concentrating on staying still because you want to do a good job. But like was it like, was it liberating lying there yeah. and having people draw you? It was cold, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. It was a nice thing. But what was weird was Aberystwyth was a very small place, so you would see them in the bar, you know, a couple of nights later. And Gosh. then they'd see you and you'd be like, oh, 
oh yeah, you saw me. Because like, I, I mean, I mean, I know when I've done life drawing and also when I'm working, I never look at somebody's body. No, I never judge don't. somebody else's body. I, don't, I like if we're around a pool, yeah. and somebody walks past, there's no way that I would look at someone's body and think, God, that body is awful. And God, yeah, that lump, yeah, we yeah. think that was what people are doing for us. Yeah, so I yeah. think it's, and that's something that I've tried to constantly remind myself of is that nobody's really looking. Yeah. Nobody is really Nobody looking. Nobody cares as much as you do. And I had a big thing, especially in my 20s, about um, when it was getting naked with someone else, when you were getting down to it. Yes. I was very nervous about that moment yeah. of, of showing someone my skin. And well, it's, you're very vulnerable. You're you the are, most vulnerable you can be. Yeah, and also I think when you're in your early 20s, especially with what I was going through then it, in terms of body dysmorphia, like you apologise and you say this and you say this and you worry about what position you're in and everything. Yeah. And I think something that I've learned, definitely learned as I've got older is that no one really cares in that moment. They're just there because they like you for you. And yeah. I think that's so important to but remember. But they're probably worried about themselves yeah, as well, you definitely. know, in that sort of way. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's amazing, isn't it, how much your self-esteem affects your relationships. Yeah. You know, with with who you meet and how you who you go home with, that sort of thing. And my friend used to say I was easily flattered, right? And I always have been. If anybody shows me the slightest bit of attention, I just can't believe it. So, you know, I I mean, I got off with, you know, some people that I really shouldn't have looking back. <laughs> I really didn't need to go there. But I did. And it was always, because of my own self-esteem, I thought they were better than me. It's that thing of putting yourself lower straight away before you've even come out of the front door before you've even opened your mouth you they are better than you because you've got this low self-esteem because you don't like something about yourself but actually what well, in hindsight no one is better than anyone you are completely no. on the same level regard like and instantly if they think they're better you don't want to be around them believe no. me anybody who thinks that they are slightly better than you forget it move on like people i think people worry too much i mean if i could go back and tell myself something when i was 20 21 and I'd say I'd I'd give myself a shake on the shoulder and say, Jules, you're so beautiful. Yeah. You're so gorgeous. Yeah. You are lovely. And there are moments in life when 
I know I had a boy in my bed and I was apologizing for things and saying, I remember him saying, I think you're really insecure. Yeah. And I remember thinking, God, really, is that how somebody else sees me? Yeah. And I'd love to go back to that moment and not say those things and just be like, I mean, I'm glad I did because it's got me to where I am today. Yeah, of I, don't, I don't regret anything. Oh, God, it's all part of it. Yeah. But I think it amazes me. And if you're listening and you're, you're in your early, like, 20s, yeah. believe you me, when you get to, like, your 30s, you look back at pictures. Yes, I was going to say, don't you look back at pictures? You look back at pictures <laughs> and you just think, oh, you're so gorgeous. Yes. You are so gorgeous. I look back on pictures. I do that all the time. And I go, I wasn't fat. I thought I was so big then. I thought I was so awful and hideous then. But I think I think what's amazing, what's so wonderful now is that when we were in our 20s, there was no such thing as Instagram. There was no such thing as social media. So we were exposed. And email to... had only just begun when I went to university. <laughs> email. I remember going, it'll never catch on. <laughs> What's wrong with a letter? You're still faxing now. Yeah, I am actually. I would bring it all back. <laughs> but what um, what's amazing now is that Instagram, I think, can show us incredible things. So yeah. I follow loads of body confidence girls. I think it's so amazing. And Very boys inspiring. wearing makeup. And it's just it is so inspiring and what's important now is that you can just be you I I grew up in the north where at that time there wasn't a lot of differentiation shall we say so it was quite difficult and I think now there's lots of clubs everywhere there's lots of you can fit into anything anywhere and you can find people more easily because you've got online you can find your people and I think if you're growing up in an area where you maybe think god I'm not really like anyone around here that's totally okay yes it's totally okay I haven't lived in the area where I grew up for for quite some time. Um, So like body, I mean, body issues, it's all related to your mind, isn't it? It's all mental. It's how you perceive yourself within that mirror Mm. and that moment on your own. And I was talking to someone the other day and they were um, saying about the number in the back of clothes and how it really affected them when they were buying stuff. And I actually had a moment this weekend where I was trying, I tried on a jumper and it was one size. And then I tried on a jumper, the same jumper in a different size. And someone said, well, at your age, they're bigger sizes. That's cool. And I was like, what? That doesn't even make sense. What you've just said to me doesn't make sense. What did they mean? They meant that because I'm older, it's okay to be a bit bigger. Oh. But I was like, well, it's not actually, it's got nothing to do with that. It's about how the jumper fits. It's not an odd thing to say. It's not about the size, but that's obviously their shit, not mine. <laughs> yes. um, but it is, it's all in the mind. But I've suffered with anxiety, but not like you've suffered with anxiety. I think, no. I mean, I've seen you at your most anxious. We've been through moments together, haven't we? Yeah. Because um, remember back in the day, I'm going to have to explain this situation. Yeah. So back in the day before Sarah and I used to record, uh, you were having a bit of a tough time. Um, yeah, well, I've always had anxiety. And obviously it does get worse when things are tricky, but sometimes it's just there. It's just there because I haven't done the things that I need to do. I know that I need to meditate. And it's really interesting that we are recording this today because I have been really anxious. The last couple of weeks have been really quite tricky. They've been quite foggy and they've been quite anxious. And I haven't been doing the things that I know I need to do. I know I need to eat well. I know I need to, you know, look after my sleep. I know I need to meditate and I have not been meditating. And now it's got to the stage where I've gone, oh, it won't even touch the sides. I won't bother. So yeah, definitely in those moments. And they're kind of the moments that... Well, back in the mean. day, it used to take a long time to even start recording the podcast because Sarah used to have to go through all these checks. And then we called yeah. we called that guy. Well, we called that alter ego of yours, Vic Barlow. Yeah, we did. Because it was a way, it was a way for me to say to 
necessarily this isn't you. Yeah. And we'd say, oh no, Vic Barlow's Vic Barlow's coming out, Vic Barlow's coming yes. out. And you used to have to do this whole routine before. And I, I just sat patient. I was like, she's going to be fine. And then you'd be fine. But the more we did this podcast, the more we did Jules and Sarah, Vic Barlow is not really as prominent as he once no, was. No, he's and not, like, actually. But you've come on this journey out of that. And we, we've had chats before, before we've done a podcast, where Sarah has been in floods of tears, yeah. haven't you? And you've yeah. been going through a really anxious time. But I have never really suffered with anxiety like that. I'm re- I'm quite, oh, God, it'll be fine. And I yeah. brush things off. Which actually can sometimes be a really, really helpful thing because it's a really nice reflection if I'm feeling very anxious and I talk to you and you're like you don't need to worry about that that's okay there's a kindness there which I think you're not able to always give yourself when I feel anxious I know it's happening because decisions become really hard decisions become really hard because there's a fog of worry around everything there's too many questions there's too many consequences so things that are very simple just become really complicated and really difficult and then I think what happens is I get cross with myself and I get angry and I get frustrated and then eventually I get sad and that's exhausting I mean that's on top of everything that you've got to do every you know you've got to get up in the morning you've got to have a shower you've got to make breakfast right you've got to do all these things but to have to do them with this other fog with all this worrying on top of it is really hard. It makes everything so much more difficult. But it's an, I mean, I think you've hit quite a strong nail on the head because together, I mean, as a duo, as a, as a pair that work together and we stick together, we do have to help each other through these things. Like I'll turn up and I'll be, I can have a fall and I can have things go wrong and I can have, you know, moments where I'm like, I'm not feeling 100% because it is okay to not feel 100%. Yeah. But as a friend, I think you've got to look out for each other and be like, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. This is going to be fine. Like, we've got this. Like, I get quite nervous before. Um, you find this really weird, don't you? When we go to events, um, on the walk up to events, you now know that this happens, but I get very, very nervous before yeah. we go in. And, and you never thought that that, that would happened, happen. Yeah. The first time this happened, I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you all right? Are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I I just get really nervous. And I just want to say that John, my boyfriend and I have identified the walk up as being a thing. So if you've got just something that it could be anything, you could be meeting somebody that you're a bit nervous about, or it could be, you know, something that you've got to perform at in some way, or just whatever it is, the walk up is always worse than the thing, right? Yeah. It's like going to the gym. Getting to the gym is awful. When you're in the gym, you're like, it's well, still I'm here. Awful. it is still pretty <laughs> dreadful, to be honest. But at least you're there and at least you're doing it. You've not had to have that conversation before with yourself. So I mean, the walk-up is a real thing. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. And do you I know don't what know, it is? I, do you know, I don't know why. I think there is so many subliminal like issues that are probably hidden like I was bullied really badly at school so I don't know whether it is something to do with that going to a large crowd of people it's always a worky event that I get quite anxious before yeah um and it's huge it like bear in mind I'm in and out of people's homes every day I'm in and out of situations that I don't know every day Mm. but it's just that moment where I'm going to a big function a big event that suddenly and it's just as I turn the corner and I can see it it just kicks in and I'm like oh I'm really nervous now I'm really nervous I don't want to go and I just want to go home yeah I guess there's lots of different messages within this like I hate what I'm wearing people aren't going to like me I'm not going to know anyone this is going to be awful I just want to be in bed watching telly but you just have to push yourself to do it yeah but I think it's so strong of me to be able to say I'm nervous and then you to then help me out so if you are having these issues where you are maybe feeling you do get that anxious or you 
do have those little wobbles along the, in the day, to be able to say it yes. or to be a friend and ask, yeah, yeah. then you actually be able to help each other through. And it's interesting, actually, what you said about you being worried about people not liking you, because although I don't care what people think of my body, I do care what people think of me. And I really want them to like me. It's really, really important to me to the point where they are better than me because they've got a lot of power in that. Do you know what I mean? They've got the power to say, I like you or I don't. I, for some reason don't get the choice the other way. Do you know what I mean? I've got to impress them and they've got to like me. Otherwise, there's some sort of failure around it. So that's kind of my thing. But you're one of those people that you can't not like. Well, that's very kind, darling. You can't not like <laughs> you. You're just so glorious. Oh, oh you're like a ray of sunshine. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. And But something that always works, whatever I wobble in, is kindness. If you can be kind to yourself in that moment, if you can say... I'm really struggling today or this is really hard or I'm finding this really difficult rather than going god why do you feel like this oh you're useless oh you always do this da, 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 da. oh you failed if you can just be a bit kind because it's very easy to be kind to each other isn't it it's so yeah. hard sometimes to be kind to yourself but that is something that always works for me yeah always. I think as well I mean we get a lot we've had a lot of letters before of people who have been bullied at work yeah and that's quite a common theme that comes through uh from our Jules and Sarah podcast and I've been bullied at work it's horrible mm. you've been bullied at work haven't you yeah it, and without realizing it weirdly because you know we think of playground bullying don't we which is so obvious you know it's name calling or, or whatever it is or just general meanness but yeah being at work I don't know because we're adults you sort of think oh it's all you've grown out of it actually but it it, it does happen it is real it happens a lot yeah. but Something I've realised is if someone is going to bully someone at work, I believe that that bully is usually incredibly unhappy oh, in yeah. their life. I remember being bullied at work and then thinking, I'm going to take a little sidestep from this and go, actually, you are really unhappy mm. and this is all your issues. This isn't my issues. Just remember if you are being bullied that that's, it's their problem. It's not you. It's not you. Yeah. It's them. Telling somebody, actually, I think is really important. Massively important. Having an ally lie at work yeah. having someone and also reporting it if it's do you know what I mean you might feel silly or you might feel like it's something trivial but actually you know little things quite often mount up so do speak to somebody what always works for you if you're having a wobble if you're having a really sort of tricky day sometimes I have to just let go and let the wobble take over and let myself go right down to the bottom wow. um, that's brave it's brave but I'm also sometimes there's nothing I can do and I'll need a cry and maybe I'll pers- like I might comfort eat a bit. I might have a glass of wine, but I know that I'll wake up in the morning. It's a new day. Yeah, it's a new day. Um, I also find phoning friends really helps. Like I'll phone you, won't I? And I'll yeah. be like, I'm having a really horrible day. I need you <laughs> yeah. to talk to me for five minutes. And it's amazing how that can change the mood around. That's just what we were saying at the beginning with doing Jules and Sarah the podcast. Sometimes just taking yourself out of whatever whatever's making you wobble, whatever's bothering you in that moment. If you can just change it up, if you can. I don't know watch something on telly if you can listen to something if you can call a friend if you can whatever it is that just breaks it up sometimes that can be really helpful yeah I think so and I also think like you know things have happened to me before and I've had to have therapy and 
therapists have always said to me, just allow yourself to manifest within these moments. Yeah. Allow yourself to, it's okay, like indulge the body within this because it's okay to feel like that, but just don't indulge it for longer. Just let, like, and I think one life coach said to me, they were like, just let yourself go right down to rock bottom within that moment and the next day start fresh. Yeah, which is great if you can do that. You yeah. know, I mean, be really careful, you yeah, know, because yeah, 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 everybody's yeah, yeah, rock bottom's yeah. Yeah, different, course, isn't it? And, and, and yeah, but I think definitely having a cry or letting it out in the sort of least LA way possible, letting it out, letting it go, and actually going, oh, right, I just needed that. I need that, and now I'm fine. I can, I can because go again. it's totally cool to feel like oh, that. It's God, totally I think it's being cool. human, actually. Yeah. I think it's part of being alive to feel like that. What about you? What do you do when you wobble? I mean, the kindness thing is really hard, it's really useful if you can do it. And quite often, I need somebody else to give me permission, like I'll need John or even you or my sister or whoever to go you're doing really well actually don't worry can you just you know it's okay like um I agree with you that mixing things up sort of calling people or bringing people in because quite often I don't know if you do this I'll have a wobble right and and maybe it lasts for a couple of days or you know I've been really anxious for the last couple of weeks and I sort of pull away a bit and then when I come back out of it I will see somebody or have lunch with them and I'll go god the last couple of weeks they've been really hard actually and they'll go you should have told me. And I think, yeah, why didn't I, actually? I should have told you because you really care about me. And in that moment, it's really, it can be quite difficult to remember that. You can feel quite isolated, actually. And you can mm. feel like you can't quite reach out. Mm. So, yeah, if I think if you can bring somebody else in, it's always going to be okay. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's a bit of give and take there. Don't be that friend. Don't be that friend who only ever calls. A cuddle when you're really just helps. Having a wobble, but a yeah. cuddle with a friend really helps. Oh, it's the best, isn't it? It's a, so yeah. lovely. And music, just... music's really good. A bit of a daily disco. If you can put some music on, you know, Christina Milian, dip it low, stick it on. Ellen and go John, for are you it. ready for love? Absolutely. I had a really good morning dance the other day um, to Whitney Houston. Yes. Just whacked oh. on a bit of Whitney and just arms in the air. Whitney's I was like. Great. Right, life warm-up. Yeah, that's it. So just little things like that and just be really good to yourself. Just be nice to yourself. If you need to just... God, if you need to have a cup of tea, actually, just have one. If you need to have a bath, go and have one. If you need to just go to bed early and, you know, just do it. Just I think we worry so much about letting other people down or, oh, God, what what are they going to think if I do that? And actually... God, it's okay because at some point they've probably felt the same. I also think, like, I mean, I love beauty, so I will maybe just have a haircut or I'll have a beard yeah. trim or I will apply a bit of self tan, and it just like it will just lift me up. And yeah, I'm like, that's oh, true. there we go, there we there's go. There's a real self care thing around that, yeah, isn't there? There's just something take... that goes, oh, I'm worth this actually. I'm gonna be really, I'm gonna do this because it's nice for me. Yeah, and it, that that's what I always say to my clients when we're talking about tanning and we're talking about beauty. It's not for anybody else. This isn't for anybody mm. else. This is for you and what you see in the mirror. And if it makes you feel better, whether it's in the mind or as you look at your body, yeah. then do it because th- it, that's worth it. Yes. So this has been the very first episode of Wobble. We really hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for staying with us. If you're still there, hello, thank <laughs> you. Um, we have got the most amazing guests, as Jules said, the most incredible guests. Every episode from now on will have a really brilliant guest who's been through something, has had a wobble, how they got through it, what they learned. Hopefully, you know, we'll all learn things as well. We'll all be able to, because we all need something else sometimes. And it's amazing how you can hear something in a moment that you just really connect with. Exactly. And also, 
this podcast is all about teaching you that it is okay to not feel okay. We all have our wobbles. In this episode particularly, Sarah and I wanted to open up and be like, these are our issues. So we've all got issues and that's cool. Now, remember that this is a new podcast brand new spanking news yeah, some might say oh um so if you want to give us a rating please do five stars please <laughs> <laughs> or tweet the link uh, we are also at jules and sarah podcast on instagram and as said before this is in association with a tanning brand that i have co-founded called isle of paradise a brand that is here for you uh, to help you look and feel better. We believe in this podcast and this is something that we want to keep creating. So please share it. Please tell your friends. Yeah. Please talk about it because they are issues in your head and alo- that you might suffer with alone. But talk about it. Yes. Because by talking about it, you're going to help yourself along the journey. We all wobble. Thank you so much for being here. And we will see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.